Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Patricia Marie Small went missing near Liberty, Texas on May 11, 2002. The circumstances surrounding her disappearance are murky, but likely she was last seen around the 2400 block of Beaumont Avenue in Liberty, Texas. It's unclear whether she was abducted or left on her own volition. Patricia was 18 at the time. She's a white female who's approximately 5'6 and weighs around 110 pounds. She has sandy blonde hair and blue eyes. She has a mole on the right side of her head and a heart tattoo on her right ankle with a ribbon above it that reads, Jennifer, friends forever. If you know anything about her disappearance, please get in touch with the Liberty Police Department at 936-336-5666 and reference case number 022-463. Also, please check out the Facebook page, Help Find Missing Person Patricia Marie Small. As I mentioned in the last episode, while I was researching Patricia's case, I came across the Missing Texas 40 Facebook page, which I'd never heard of before. I learned about a cluster of more than 40 people who have gone missing outside of Houston, Texas, primarily in and around Liberty and Montgomery counties. If you're listening and know someone who has gone missing in these areas and is part of the Missing Texas 40, please get in touch with me through the Missing and Unexplained Facebook page. I'd like to consider covering their cases. In this second episode on Patricia, I spoke to her friend Annie about Patricia's disappearance and her quest to find answers and the truth. Here's my interview with Annie. Can you tell me a bit about how you knew Patricia and what your relationship was like? Like, you two sounded like you were were close friends for a little bit? Yes. Patricia and I became friends in the sixth grade. We we actually didn't like each other at first. And then we just kind of laughed it off and became really good friends. Uh, She would come over to my house a lot and help me babysit my niece. And uh, we would 
sing, write songs. We wrote a lot of letters to each other. We decided we were going to start our own badminton team at one point. But um, she ended up moving to Liberty. And um, after that, I'd, I'd only hear from her a couple of times. Yeah, and what was her personality like? Like uh, for those who didn't didn't know her, um, you know, was she outgoing? Uh, was she fun? Like, what what was she like to be around? She was kind of shy if you didn't know her, but if you did know her, she was very outgoing. She was boy crazy. Uh, always needed a boyfriend. Very impressionable by those boyfriends. I'd yell at quite a few guys. Never had our time. Um, she was happy. She was very, very protective of her family. Uh, if you knew her really well, you'd know that she struggled a lot at home, but she would not ever tell you what she was struggling with. She kept things to herself a lot, but she was she was a happy person. Despite anything that she was going through, she smiled. She always smiled. Yeah, Barbara uh, talked a lot about like the situation at home and obviously it wasn't great. So that wasn't something she shared openly. That was like kept pretty private. Yeah. She, um, she would kind of let me know things weren't great and she wouldn't let me go to her house, but she never told me exactly what was going on. I kind of could guess about things not going right. She was really worried about her two younger sisters and, um, but she didn't, she didn't want to talk about it beyond that. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. I mean, it sounds like what a lot was happening was uh, maybe something not easy to talk about. When did you find out she was missing? Like, when, do you remember the time when you heard the news, and how did you find out? Uh, didn't find out till about ten years later. I had just given in to Facebook. My sisters had been trying to get me on it for a while, and I was a MySpace person and. I switched over and immediately started looking up old friends, Patricia being one of them, and she wasn't on there. And so I Googled her name and found a missing persons report, and it was it was horrible. It was like being hit in the stomach, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that not only was she missing for 10 years, but she went missing our senior year, and nobody thought to tell her friends from her school. I know she had moved, but... Like why was why was she not on the news? Why was the school not notified? Why was her friends not notified? It was gut wrenching. Yeah, I can imagine that uh, would feel uh, like quite a shock. Uh, what what was your? I mean, you just kind of mentioned your reaction, but you know, what did you start to do after that? Did you start to reach out to Barbara and other people to find out what was going on? Like, what were your course of action after you found out she was missing? My first thing was to contact a mutual friend of ours, Jennifer. Um, they were best friends as well. And I had asked her, reached out to her and asked her if she knew Patricia had went missing. And she said that Barbara had told her. And I'm not sure if she so much believed it or she just thought Patricia would show up again or what, but she didn't really want to talk to me about it. And from there I went to finding Barbara on social media, um, Barbie, as we called her. And I reached out to her and I didn't really know her younger sisters that well. And they didn't know me, um, because Patricia kept that private, but 
um, they did go to my school, so I knew enough of them to find her, and I did, and she filled me in on what she could. I then contacted the detective on the case who um, gave me some extra details, and I went from there to creating her Facebook page. Yeah, can you tell me about creating that Facebook page? I mean, that's how I um, I had stumbled across uh, Patricia's case before, just on the internet, but then really didn't dig into it until I found the Facebook page. There's a lot of information there. What was that process like creating it? And um, I guess the idea was to bring awareness, right? Right. Um, there was just so little coverage on Patricia and the most of her missing persons flyers so that she was dropped off at school by her aunt or uncle. And that wasn't true. She wasn't in school anymore. So there was just false information flying out there. And I just wanted to create her Facebook page to check. I did it pretty quickly and started it and had to keep editing it as I found stuff out. Um, but I wanted to get, I knew it was late. I was late to the game, but I wanted to get as much awareness out there and, you know, let her friends know that she was missing. And I reached out to news organizations, papers, um, radios, uh, missing people, Texas Equal Search. I, I reached out to Nancy Grace, although she never replied. Unsolved Mysteries. Um, I just hoped that the page would help not only bring awareness to Patricia's case, but other local missing people. Because I found out a lot of people are missing around that area. Yeah. I think uh, one of the things that was interesting that I found out, and this is what Barbara cracked me on, is that, yeah, she was, Patricia was not last seen at school. Uh, and so I don't know where that got started from, but that is, like you said, it is plastered kind of all over the internet. And so I think it is important to say that that's not um, necessarily the case. Do you know, do we have a good sense of where Patricia was last seen and her last known whereabouts? Well, I, from what I've pieced together, Patricia had unfortunately falling into a bad path. I mean, she was only 18, but she had apparently started doing drugs and she had been kicked out of her home. So she was on her own. Um, I know that she was doing what the detective called ECP or dip. Um, I don't know a lot about drugs, but from what I've read, it's a pretty bad drug. She was found walking naked on the side of the road somewhere in Liberty, I think. And she was picked up. And I think she may have been brought to the hospital. And then at some point she ended up in jail. But I'm not sure if that was the same day that she was last seen or not. I can't get the paperwork on the date for that because they won't give it to Barbara. Um, They said that she's not... She's not the beneficiary or any of that, the power of attorney. She had, and the case is still open, so we can't get specifics. But from what I can piece together, I think that she ended up at the hospital because she was out of her mind and then in jail. And um, from, from what I'm told, when she was released that day is the last time she was seen. Yeah, that sounds uh, similar to what uh, Barbara told me. And it sounds like some of the details and timelines there are a little murky. This detective, uh, Barbara talked about her as well. uh, And it sounds like she shared a little bit of information, but has also been hesitant to, you know, in the perspective of Barbara and I think yourself to help a whole lot, 
you know, progress this case? Like, what's your interactions been like with her? And can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, sure. Elaine and I talked through a chat messenger. I think it was Facebook. And she, at first, was real nice. She told me, thank you for caring about Patricia. She said that she had been on the case since 2004, but also that she might have been the last person to see Patricia alive when she went to jail on um, being on the drugs. She even went as far as to tell me that she would spend long time over at Patricia's trying to get her to give up who was supplying her drugs. He made it sound as if she was trying to make it look like Patricia was ratting them out to kind of strong arm her into talking. And um, she told me that she didn't think we were going to find Patricia alive, that Patricia wasn't the same person that I knew. The person that I was describing was gone. Um, when she told me that she just wanted to put her to rest and that she was most likely dead, I got pretty upset. And when I told her that I didn't think it was right for a detective to give up on somebody like that, to just assume that without any proof, to just think that she's dead would mean, you know, you're not really on her case that well to me. And I got upset and she ended up blocking me and she wouldn't talk to me after that. Um, I know Barbie talked to her a little bit from there, but she won't give up any information to Barbie either because she keeps telling her it's an ongoing case. But I mean, I wonder why she hasn't been declared dead and so that we could get into those details. You know, like why can't why can't we get the paperwork if it's been this long? Let somebody else take over the case. Let us let us work on it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah, and it seems very odd that they wouldn't release some details to Barbara being family. Um, usually that's something that they would do in these circumstances from just from my experience, from talking to other families uh, in the United States. Yeah. Before we get into what we think might've happened, I'm wondering from your, you know, you've, you've done a lot of digging on Patricia and worked with Bar uh, Barbie and Barbara and other people. Have you come across anything like any information or anything that you, you know, you haven't seen covered that the public should know about this disappearance, you know, to help piece things together? Like, I know you kind of alluded in our pre-chat um, that there were some things you wanted to say. And I'm just curious, like, what sort of information do you want to make public? I know that Patricia was hanging out with the wrong people. I know that he was into a drug world 
Um, some have told me that she was in, even into prostitution to pay her rent. Um, I don't know if any of that's true. I, I know that I know that she was having a hard time, and I know that her family, her adult family, um, wasn't, had kicked her out. Her aunt and uncle had kicked her out, and she was on her own. Um, it seemed to me like she was given up on, and um, not by her sisters, of course. Her sisters had helped me every step of the way looking for her, but... I mean, they were kids as well then. And um, it just feels like most of the adults in the case, including law enforcement, had had failed her. And I don't know if it's that there's corrupt cops going on in that area or if they just didn't care because of the lifestyle she had. But it, it hurt to think about because they only knew her ending and they didn't know her this is a good segue i think into thoughts on maybe what happened to her um do you after digging and and talking to people do you have a sense if you know do you think she was abducted or did she leave on her own volition like what what do you think may have happened to her can can we even tell based on on the evidence and facts that we have i think we're talking about two different people patricia but I knew in Patricia at the end where she was out of her mind on, on drugs. I can't speak for that. If, if she did something while she was, she was on drugs, but the Patricia I knew would never leave her sisters. I mean, I, I begged her not to go move to Liberty and she said she couldn't, she couldn't just not be there for her sisters. And I just don't see her leaving them. Plus, um, her social security numbers not been used. She had warrants out for her arrest. That lifestyle, I would think she'd be picked up again. And um, Barbara's put DNA out there, so that's been no hit. I honestly think she could have been kidnapped, trafficked. Um, She could have overdosed with someone and they hit her body. She could have gotten into an argument and they hit her body. There's plenty of places around Liberty for that. it, it has crossed my mind that maybe she just she just felt alone and she took off with someone. Um, I, I find it unlikely, but I honestly don't know. I don't know what drugs could have done to her to, to what mind frame she had at that point. I feel like by now she would have reached out if she were still out there, if she could reach out. Um, my number one thought has always been that she could have been trafficked. It's Texas is, is really known for that. Yeah, that was something that Barbara brought up as well. And actually other people that I've been talking to through Facebook about this. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Cause I know like when I talked to Barbara, she also alluded to like specifically that part of Texas, like Liberty, Texas and that County, um, there's a lot of nefarious activity. Um, and she brought up the missing Texas 40, which I had never heard of until, um, reaching out about Patricia. So yeah, I'm wondering, can you, can you tell me a little bit more about the, the human trafficking and then how that maybe, I mean, I don't know if it's connected, but also maybe with the missing Texas 40. The, um, the missing 40, it has no explanation. 
I talked to them once. Uh, we connected and we talked about people missing. Mostly, a lot of people talked about the police system, the law enforcement there, and how they thought either they just don't care or there's gangs around there or maybe something deeper is going on. Um, some even told me that, you know, it's quite possible that some of them are giving out names to the human traffickers because Texas contains about 25% of the trafficked persons in the United States and almost a third of the calls to the national human trafficking is from Texas. And we have a long interstate it's called I-10 and it, it goes so long. A lot of, I know I've heard that a lot of people are picked up, trafficked people are picked up from that road. Plus we're right by Mexico. So, um, I think that factors in plus it's such a huge state, but, um, as far as the missing 40, I can't, I can't say if, if that's all their cases. I, I feel like a young girl, 18, who basically has no family living on her own and can, you know, be drugged up would be prime meat for a human trafficking case. As far as the other ones, I, I can't say that they would have been prime candidates for that. Not that I know that much about it, but, um, it honestly, to me, in my opinion, it seems like these missing people are just not getting the coverage they deserve. And I don't know who's dropping the ball with that. I don't, I don't know who to point fingers at or if I'm even on the right track of that. But to me, Patricia should have been on the news. She should have had flyers. They should have talked to her friends from both schools. And there should have been a search. And there was none of that. There was not only none of that, but the police didn't even know how many sisters she had. Like, how are you doing your job if you don't even know how many sisters she has? I think it's super tragic that, uh, and and frustrating and angering that there were, there was so limited um, coverage when she went missing. Beyond you know getting coverage and getting just her name out there so people can be aware that she is missing and. You know, what, what can the public do to help search for Patricia? Like, what, you know, what can you ask them to, to try and help out with? I think beyond sharing her, her picture and um, her Facebook page, um, I really think people need to look into the missing 40 um, people missing around Liberty, Texas. Because maybe if that gets more, more heads turned, maybe if, someone's forcing law enforcement to get more involved or, you know, the news or, or whoever it is that's dropping the ball, maybe, maybe that would crack the cases there, including Patricia's. And, um, that's my hope is that they do that, but not only, not only that, but to look at Patricia, like she was a child because she was, she may have just turned, you know, 18 and, and all, but she she was forced to grow up really, really fast. And all she wanted to do was take care of her sisters. And yeah, she got into drugs, it seems, but that wasn't who she was. And it saddens me that law enforcement looks at her like that. So I just hope that whoever's sharing her picture out there, that they advocate for her, that she was a child. Her her, her sisters were, a child, were children and I was a child, but, you know, it took me 10 years to find out, but you know, her, I'm sure her parents did what 
what they could. I know her mom, her mom was really upset about everything. And I know how much she loved her mom. So I just, I just hope people share her picture and remember that she was a child, despite what, you know, maybe the detective says about her. Since finding out uh, that Patricia's been missing, how has that had an impact on you? Well, I won't drive in Liberty at all. I, I avoid that area at all costs. Um, and I drove through it, I think, once just to look at, you know, people around the streets and stuff to see if if I could find her face, if I would even recognize her face. Um, I've not only started a Facebook page about her, but we've shared all kinds of local missing people on it. And I actually know that we helped find at least three people through her page. And um, I don't know how many more, but I know at least three um, that I've been contacted about. And um, I also have talks with my children, you know, and they're not talks any parent wants to have with their children. I don't want to scare them or anything, but I also want to make them aware that, you know, be aware of your surroundings, who you're hanging out with, because I I do not know what happened to her. I do not know if she was taken or that affects me as a parent. And I I still see Patricia as a 16 year old girl from when, you know, we used to hang out, but I also look at her like, you know, I'm a mother now and she's still a child to me. She's, frozen for me. So I have a hard time picturing her as an adult or thinking of her as an adult. I just think of her as this this kid. I've, this kid that I've always protected even from sixth grade, you know. I would do anything for, for Patricia no matter how she she was at the end because I know that she would do that for my family. She, you know, she loved my family and she loved me. know anything about Patricia's disappearance, please again get in touch with the Liberty Police Department at 936-336-5666 and reference case number 022463. Also, if you want more information about this case, I urge you to check out the Facebook page, Help Find Missing Person Patricia Marie Small. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show appreciation, you can buy me a coffee at the link in the description. If you want to support the podcast monthly, you can head to the Patreon. It's only five bucks a month, and with that, you get ad and sponsor-free episodes, exclusive content, and early access to all new episodes of the podcast. If you don't want to spend any money, you can still support the podcast by leaving a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can also find me on social media on my Instagram account, Twitter, and Facebook. Please consider following to get updates on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Missing and Unexplained Podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.